Ah, uh, yes, you know what time it is, and it's time for another year. Ding, 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 we're ringing in another year with what's going on, the experience. And I'm Nate Brown Jr., and I'm here with the crew, 2023. Sounds like a sci-fi movie. Georgie, I got my man George Ratney in the building. What up, George? All right, good morning, everybody. Beautiful Sunday morning. Here we go. Another great day. Happy New Year to everybody. Another great day the Lord has made. And we got my man downstate, Ryan V, near NYC, out of the Hamptons. What up, Ryan? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. The great simulation continues into 2023. Here we go, everybody. Well, let's, well, let's, well, let's get it. As, as you would say, Ryan, let's get it. We're going to start this bad boy off with what's happening, you know, with playoff time and Monday night football George, this could be a preview of the Anna of the what of the AFC Championship, right? The Bills versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, or it could be depending on how they seeded. They could be playing again in a couple of weeks. So uh, this is going to be a good game. Uh, if the Bills win, they'll be uh, they'll still have one more game to go at home the following Sunday against the New England Patriots, and they could. Uh, this is still about home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Major complications with this game major ramifications as well so we'll see who wins this one on monday night should be a very good game very close game uh and i'll tell you my prediction coming up a little bit later on in the show now now ryan um you're a joe burrows fan i'm a joe so burrows fan i think though this game depends really on who has the most at stake and at this point i think if the bengals pull off two victories in a row they get the home field advantage in the playoffs so the bills are going up against a team that really wants to win this now, what about the what about the third wheel? Now we you're talking Bill Cincinnati. What about Kansas City? Let's not forget my man Patrick throws it any way you want it. Mahomes, Georgie. Yeah, but they don't control their own destiny. This game is going to control the destiny of the division championship right here. Whoever wins this, uh, both of these teams, the Bills and the Bengals, both have defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. So it really doesn't matter with them uh, pertaining to this game Monday night. The winner who wins this will have control of becoming their home field, unless they lose, obviously, if they lose next in the last week of the regular season. But for all intents and purposes, it comes down to Buffalo, Cincinnati. Okay, now, speaking of Buffalo, the last few weeks, their offense seems to be a little sputtering in terms of the passing game, Georgie. They haven't been getting your man Stephon Gilmore to rock the way they've been doing it in the past. What's up? Not Stephon Gilmore. He's with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, you must be I mean, I mean, Stephon I mean, Diggs. I mean, Stephon Diggs, Stephon I'm sorry. Diggs. Yes, uh, Stephon Diggs is uh, is uh, he's been ill the last three four four weeks. He's on the ill list again oh. this week, and I, I think he might even have an oblique or some type of injury too, because you're not seeing oh. the explosiveness off the line. Of That's the what I'm saying from Stephon Diggs in the last uh, few games. But they have a lot. The running backs are starting to pick up the pace. If they run the ball a little more, I think the Bills can run against this Cincinnati Bengal defense. James Cook. And Devin Singletary had outstanding games against the Chicago Bears. I've been preaching it all season. Run the football, run the football, run the football. And then go to play action pass and give Josh Allen some uh, play action pass plays after some successful running plays. And the Bills could have a very good uh, formula for victory uh, for Monday night. But they still need the passing game, correct? And Stephon Diggs is a very important part of that. Along with the other guy on the other side, Gabe Davis is his name. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis on the other side. You also have Cole Beasley possibly playing some of this. Isaiah McKenzie. 
uh, is out there playing well. And Khalil Secure, the young rookie out of Boise State, I think he he may get some touches too. Uh, if if Cole Beasley's not able to go, because remember he he didn't play much. He played a few downs uh, a couple weeks ago. We didn't see much of him at, at all last week in Chicago. Uh, so I, I, hey, Father Time, uh, you know, Father Time defeats everybody. Nobody beats Father Time. So well, these some, older guys, you're not able to well, see these guys. Somebody tell Tom Brady that. Somebody would need to tell Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers that they don't seem like they could defeat Father Time. They're keeping the plane. Speaking of Father Time, though, um, um, Ryan, Joe Burrows and those guys on that side of the ball with Cincinnati, what can they bring to this game on Monday night that they'll need to do? He's got to be smart with the ball, Joe Burrow. He's had four turnovers in the past two games. Mm-hmm. And when I look here, this is the first matchup one-on-one between Burrow and and Josh Allen. So, I mean, we're, we're in for a treat. These are the two hottest teams in the NFL right now. I think that if I had to make a prediction out to who's going to win, I'd have to say the Bills. I think that the Bills, even, even without Stephon Diggs, Diggs is the most important part of that offense right now. I still think that Singletary's been able to run the ball. If they can have a good run game, I still think the Bills have, a, have the chance. Okay, I I agree with you on that. I think uh, Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier, will come up with a game plan that will at least neutralize these guys. Look, they're not going to be able to stop uh, Chase and Higgins and these guys all game long. They're going to have explosive plays. The key is limiting the explosive plays and also Daquan Jones, Tim Settle Jr., Ed Oliver in the middle there. Those guys on the defensive front slowing down uh, Samaj Perrin and Joe Mixon running game. Both of those are physical running backs. The Bills have trouble with physical running backs. That's the thing that concerns me the most is the physical mm-hmm. running is the running game. I think the Bills will be able to neutralize them uh, by disguising the coverages and have Burrow throw into different type of uh, situation that he doesn't want to. Okay, now, speaking of Leslie Frazier, um, Ryan, do you have Leslie Frazier teed up so we can hear what he's going to say about how to cover this bad boy and do what they got to get done for this all-important game on Monday night? No, this is uh, this is him talking about being selected by uh, the uh, Black College uh, Football Hall of Fame. He was just okay. elected there a couple of weeks ago, and he was asked about his feelings about it and also him playing at Alcorn State uh, co- uh, College as well. Excellent school, too, by the way. Now, that was a, a special moment, man. It really uh, touched me. Uh, James, Shaq Harris, who I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, former Buffalo Bill and great uh, NFL quarterback and uh, Gremlin State University alumnus, uh, gave me the call. And, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a young kid growing up and then going to college, I wasn't really thinking about Hall of Fame or anything like that. I was just trying to make the team and eventually win a starting job and to uh, – get that call and to realize so many greats that are already in the Hall of Fame, the Black College Hall of Fame, uh, it's just very humbling. Uh, a lot of people think because whenever you achieve an honor like that, it's never just about you. And I had some terrific coaches when I was in college at Alcorn, uh, Coach Marino Chasm, my head football coach, and many others that touched me along the way. But a very humbling uh, moment uh, when I was informed of that news. When I was coming out of school, it was just when things were beginning to turn as far as integration is concerned. Um, I, I went to Alcorn in 1977. And at the time, uh, people of my color, it wasn't, you, you, it wasn't as abundant today uh, as it is today to get into 
uh, some of the local schools admired. I grew up in Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi States, the Ole Miss, the Alabama. So it was it wasn't like it is today. And uh, so when I was recruited, I you know actually visited Ole Miss. I grew up about 15 minutes from Mississippi State. The people from Alcorn, the coaches who recruited me, when they came down and talked to me and my, my family, uh, my grandmother who raised me, they were just uh, so welcoming and uh, and just treated us so good. And then when I went to visit Alcorn and went to watch one of their games, watch the band, the atmosphere, and I was like, man, I kind of like this. You know, I this is this is I'm a, I'm a, this is where I want to go to school and. And I, I made the decision to go to Alcorn. It was a, a, a great decision for me. Absolutely. Alcorn State. He was asked why, uh, a, a reporter asked him, why you chose Alcorn State? And I said, oh, this should be a good answer because I already knew the answer. You couldn't get in uh, black players and black uh, athletes as well as black students, uh, high academic students. You couldn't get in even in 1977. Uh, you couldn't get in uh, Alabama, University of Alabama, Mississippi, Mississippi State. You said, what do you say? It was only 15 minutes down the road from Mississippi State. You know, they just wasn't allowing black athletes and black students into those schools like they're doing today. Today, it's a, it's a whole different uh, atmosphere. That's why you, you saw so many players in the 70s and even in the 80s going to HBCUs and schools uh, that they uh, could get in uh, or, or allow, or I should say allowed to get in. And it's great honor for this uh, great man, uh, Leslie Frazier, to be uh, induct going in as an inductee into the Black College Football Hall of Fame and playing for uh, the legendary football coach, Marino Kasem, who led that school and led that team uh, for over 15 years and had all kinds of quality players come out of there going into the NFL, including uh, McNair was one of the last guys uh, during his reign before he moved over to Southern University. Before he moved over to Southern University and also did a great job at Southern University uh, as well. So, Leslie Frazier, hats off to you. Congratulations on this uh, honor. Uh, well, well the thing that and also struck head coaching me, position is overdue as well. The thing that struck me with Leslie, what he said was, well, why would you want to go to Black House? He said, man, when I went on campus and I heard the band, it's I, people really don't understand this band thing. They really don't get this. Because, mm -hmm. you know, my daughter went to Morgan State. And she was in the band as a flag girl. So I'm going to keep her gangster. So it's like when you go to an HBCU game, you like the game. But halftime, Georgie, you done been to the classics, is the show. Those oh, yeah. bands, those, and they're exactly. athletes. Because I remember Khadija had to go do serious workouts. She had to go take a, a physical education class. I mean, those folks there, they take that band serious. So when he said he saw that band and how they was playing sports, you will fall in love with those yep. schools. And I've been to about 60 of those campuses, and I'll say it till the cows come home. It ain't nothing like having your child experience if you're a black person. And you don't have to go there now. You might not want to go. But the experience on an HBCU campus is mind-boggling and forever. So speaking of HBC, before we get out of here, um, Dion is in Colorado. He exited. Enter Ed Green, Ed Reed. Yeah, he's okay. been looking to be uh, hired as a head coach. I'm glad he finally got an opportunity at the Rattlers. At, uh, well, not the Rattlers. That's Florida A&M. But at Bethune-Cookman, glad to see that he's getting an opportunity. And you're seeing more and more guys now realizing, hey, if they if you're not going to get a college job, 
which is ridiculous. It's, it's, yes. it's, it's totally disrespectful. The lack of uh, black college coaches on the Division One level and the Division One, yes. Two, or Three level when it comes to the the big time. So Southeastern Conference doesn't have one black coach at all. One, not so that, one. That, that just shows you, not one, not one. So. It's almost like what Leslie Frazier was saying about him choosing Alcorn State because it felt so good and they accepted him where you're not getting accepted. The black coaches are not getting accepted at the white universities, predominantly white universities. And now you're seeing more and more uh, going in, going Ed, Ed Reed, uh, George uh, over there at TSU, at Tennessee State University. You see more and more black coaches going into the HBCU schools. Beautiful. And these and these are guys who play in the NFL too. And I think it's really good that they go back and give you know give that back because they played in the league and they and give those young people opportunities you know to see what it's like. And if they don't even get to the league, they can at least have some insight to do some other opportunities in the NFL and sports as well. But not only Nate do uh, not only play in the National Football League. Ed Reed coached at the Buffalo Bills. He coached the secondary for the right. Buffalo Bills a few years ago. He also coached for the Baltimore Ravens. So this is a guy with NFL experience. Uh, yeah. and, and George too has some NFL coaching experience too. So these are guys that actually have coaching experience that are now taking it to HBCU schools. And that's a great. That's a win-win for uh, for the school as well as for the coach. Hey don't man, get mad when he leaves and goes on for another opportunity. Either, now I'm gonna say that, George. That's all about Nobody. That's all about. Don't get mad. Stays forever at, the, at any school. At any school, except for Alabama, but that's a different story. We're gonna <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk some more football. George got some more interviews for us, and we're also gonna talk about Tom Brady. So I, I said this. If Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are old, those guys are still playing football. Should they retire? Should they go someplace else? Are they just looking for a quarterback? Is anybody is is Tom Brady looking to go to San Francisco? I don't know. Listen, what's going on in the experience here on Fox Sports? So everybody with me and the crew will be right back. Stephen A, don't say the crew, because we the crew. Be right back. Yeah. Since I ass niggas that wanna get money Cutthroat nigga wanna get you out of hundred Fuck it, my nigga, we get it, we win it Drama, fuck all the niggas that keep it llama Couple of niggas that's up a trauma Living the ghetto with niggas time, yeah Tryna be present to come up on them, yeah, like you want Last days like it's revelation Smoking guys are, yeah, like Jamaicans Homie tryna make a reservation Dug it out, fuck a presentation Some for you, yeah, some hate I'm a big timer and there's no mistaking Probably take me a vacation On the beach, fuck a PlayStation Probably in the sky in Dubai With a couple of women that look fly Yeah, I'm high Pull a ticket to the club with the women we wrapped up I don't give a fuck, a nigga live On TV, I make them just drop it like Riri Hit them haters, can't see me like Stevie Fuck what they saying, my nigga, y'all see me on TV Can't no love winning, ain't no pretending You fucking with us, yeah, you're winning I knock it out of the Park like Clemens, first of the inning. Yeah, I look hustling and spinning. Got me in mass mode, going stupid, I'm an asshole. By nature, nigga. Give a fuck about a hit a nigga, picture nigga. They always tell me what don't make it, don't break a nigga. I serve him like a master lead. Yeah, I'm a third wall nigga, like a masterpiece. I hit the block, I brother up about a stack of cheese. See, I'm a million dollar nigga, like an athlete. Attach the feet when he gas for me. It's a catastrophe, I got the heat. Nigga, come after me, the crowd is sweet. Chop out, knock him off the feet. If you wanna get involved with me, we keep the pressure on different levels. Niggas be killing just for the metals. Yeah, they mind, I'm trying to pedal. Yeah, the money pulling up with a vessel. Probably talking at the pool pit. All glory go to Yahweh. You better listen, find a Lord quick. You witness the problems. 
thousands of dollars in coppers and sour ass niggas that wanna get money. Cutthroat nigga wanna get you by the hundred. Fuck it, my nigga, we get it. You in the store? Drama. Couple of niggas that keep a llama. Couple of niggas that's up a drama. Living together with niggas behind you. Tryna be better to do it. Come up on them yeah, like you a monster. Last days like it's revelation. Smoking ganja, yeah, like Jamaican. Homie tryna make a reservation. Dug it out, fuck a presentation. Some for you, yeah, some hate. I'm a big time, I it's no mistaken. Probably take me a vacation. On the beach, fuck a PlayStation. Welcome back to our second segment of what's going on, the experience here with Nate Brown Jr. and the crew. And I got George Radney in the building, best rad man, hands down. And I got my man, Rye Rye from NYC and then down in the Hamptons here. And um, before we left, we were talking some football and we got a lot of good games coming up today. Hey, Georgie, what's the games that come to mind that you yeah. think people really need to pay attention to? Well, obviously, for people up this way, Miami, New England will be a good one to take uh, is a main one to watch out for Baltimore, Pittsburgh as well. And uh, speaking of that Miami, New England game, let's hear from Jalen Waddle about this losing streak that they're on and what he has to say about that situation. So, I'm really proud of them guys. Um, and um, we just expect that from them each and every week. So it is nothing new. You guys didn't. We're not into moral victories. Um, at all, you know, um, like I said, we're gonna learn from it. Uh, the, the Bills did a, a good job, we won the game, um, obviously, but um, we uh, gonna learn from it and uh, go back to the drum board and got three more games to go out there and compete. So, we don't need no nothing to ignite us or nothing like that. We go out there and compete um, for our brothers, for, for the team, for the organization. So, a loss is a loss. There you go. Loss is a loss. They done lost four in a row. So they done, he done got, you know, you can see that they're getting down and down. Remember when they were eight and three, they were talking about being division champions, defeating the Buffalo Bills and becoming the new kings of the uh, AFC East. That didn't materialize. They haven't won since they were doing all that talking. Now they're eight and seven. Now two is back in uh, concussion protocol. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater is leading the way for them against a very tough, uh, stingy New England Patriots defense. If you, if you want to go out, Check out Radman, RealDealSportsShow.com, RealDealSportsShow.com. Click on the winner's edge, and we can win you some money this week. i tell you right now, on that game, i give you my first one on that game. Take the under. Take the under. It looks like it's under 39 as the points. We've been winning money 12 out of 15 games last week. Red hot last week. Won a lot of money the last two weeks. We've been on a roll okay. on winner's okay, edge Jim. and bringing home that money. So, 14 out of 15 two weeks ago. Man, I hope you guys met. You could have got you some holiday money, man, for those grandkids. Yeah, yeah, checking, yeah. checking out the winner's edge. All right, Jersey, check it out now. Speaking of the winner's edge. Now, Tua, second concussion protocol he's in um, this season, okay? How long could this guy last in the NFL? That's number one. And number two, they need to be on the hunt for a quarterback in Miami. It just seems like it because I don't think this guy going to make it, man. I'm just serious. I mean, I, I like I like how he throws the ball with that left-hand spiral and how it gets there. I love the whole – I love lefty quarterbacks. I always have because they get the ball in me. I think nice and easy to you. But at the end of the day, man, they be crushing that dude, man. And I don't know if he can make it, George. A lot of people no, say he's retired. No, they don't really be crushing him. The problem is – he doesn't know how to fall. He doesn't know. He falls like a rag doll they or something. They fall on top of him. Of all that weight, no, fall on top of your head. Falling on top. Who's falling on top of him? He just falls back and in his head kind of just. And they bounce his head. He falls okay. 
he falls awkwardly. He never uh, the the number one sign for Tua when you drafted before you even drafted somebody like uh, Tua. Look back at college. He had the guy, guy threw him to the ground. It wasn't a hard throw to the ground. He dislocated his hip. That's you know he gets tackled. He has an ankle prop. He had an ankle surgery. He had both his ankles I had surgery for both yep. his ankles. He had a dislocated hip in college. So why would you be drafting him? Saying well, this guy he, he can't even withstand the the the, 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 the hits in college the football, of college. In the National Football League. And he, and if you look at it, the hits he's taken, they really haven't been hard hits. It's that the way he falls and the way he doesn't have control of his body when he's getting hit or anything or and he. He got to get rid of the football, number one. He doesn't, but when he doesn't get rid of the ball, and he gets, and, he, and the guy grabs him and tries to sling him to the ground, he just—he looks like a stunt man, kind of man. He, he, the guy falls, and it's like, wow, how did he even fall in that that kind of angle or something? It's just Ryan, amazing, right, Ryan? Ryan, what do you say to that, Ryan? I, I call that a Samoan right drop. That's a Samoan drop. You'd think that these guys would be better at taking bumps. <laughs> this is these are the guys that go out to be the best yeah. professional wrestlers. Well, he ain't the rock. I know he's not the rock. But what I'm simply saying to you is this. Man. No. Okay. No, no, he falls, right. saying... no, no, he falls like the setup man. You know when they when the rock come in, when they come in against individual <laughs> what they used to call individual <laughs> competition. And, they, and the guy come in and just, yes. they just yes. throw the, the guy around and the guy the guy like boom, he comes out with the elbow smash on him and he's the one and he got one finger on him, one, two, three, and the, and the guy in the crowd go crazy. Oh, oh you can't beat this guy. This guy he's like no. the set. That's what it looks like. He's like a setup man in, uh, on the football field. But you know what's interesting, my fellas? I was watching his brother the other day play for Maryland, right, who's right-handed, mm -hmm. who got an arm. Dude, I, don't know what's, I don't know what's in the water with this family and his arms, but this kid got a cannon, right? But you're right, George. When they tackle him, he like he falls. He knows what to do, and they don't be like jacking him up because I seen him. He got sacked a few times in this game. That's a good game. Matter of fact, the other mm -hmm. day, man, I forget who they was playing. Good game, and they and they end up winning. Was that North like, Carolina? Yes, yeah, I, I think that was North Carolina. Carolina. You're right, George. Like North Carolina. Like, good game, yeah. George. But he's a very very good quarterback, dude. He's a very good quarterback, but he looks like he understands the rigor of, and you said it, how to fall, how to tumble. How to duck. Yeah. You know, when you right. think about Josh Allen, and that's your man, though, Ryan, he does this. He inflicts pain. When you come in to get Josh Allen to tackle him, you better be ready. Okay. And when he falls, he yeah, knows how ready. to fall. And you notice Drew Brees, when he played, he always got rid of the football. If Tua would just get rid of the football, even yeah. when the pressure's coming, just get rid of it, man. Just throw it to the ground. Throw it. Get that. You, you never saw Drew Brees take uh, the kind of hit. And Drew Brees is about the same size as yes, Tua. They're very small guys. They're very small in stature. And uh, you never saw him take the type of uh, uh, unnecessary hits that uh, Tua has taken just in his short NFL career. I think they, they should have drafted it. They did. They had Josh Rosen before that. He didn't work out. This draft another or I think what they do, the one that Sean Payton, he might he might even if the Dolphins don't win another game this season, if they don't mm -hmm. uh finish above five hundred, I would not be surprised of the owner bringing in the guy that he got fined for last year, talking to Sean Payton, bringing Sean Payton in as the head coach and Tom Brady as his quarterback and and, and uh, work with him the next couple of year, seasons in down in Miami. I would not be well, surprised thanks. to see Sean Payton there. Or or in the Chargers. The Chargers, I think Sean Payton would even be better 
uh, working with the young quarterback there what? in L.A. With the LA Justin Herbert is nasty, well, yo. Ryan, Ryan said to Justin Herbert, he, Justin Herbert's nasty. That's a big man. That's a big man. We were joking earlier. I think George and I were talking about this on the Ryan show a week ago. We were calling him a TikTok mm-hmm. quarterback. How he just makes these plays yeah. that look amazing in 15 <laughs> seconds. He looks like the greatest quarterback yeah. ever if you're watching these reels on TikTok. But he doesn't seem to have the desire to want to win, to win the, the, the games that he got to win. Yeah, yeah, he can yeah, win yeah. and bring a team against against a team like he played last week. I forgot, with Indianapolis. He can beat a team like that. But when he's up against a really good team, he doesn't seem to have the fortitude or the uh, where Josh Allen to take the game into his hand and try his best to win and win some of these games. Burrow's showing that. Mahomes shows it every week almost. But I don't see that desire from uh, Herbert as as willing his team. I haven't seen him yet will his team to a victory uh, in, in his short career so far. Like, he, like he Lamar Jackson and those, and those guys. Well, speaking of Lamar Jackson yeah. right quick, where is he going to be next year? Is he going to be in Baltimore, Georgie? That's a good, real good question. Uh, I, I know. To me, it's 50-50. Uh, okay. I'm not sure if he sits out the rest of the season with this injury and said, hey, y- y'all should have paid me and had my money waiting. Hey, I don't blame him. I sit out the rest of the season. If his knee is not right, don't play into the playoffs or don't even play then if your knee is not right. Uh, that serves Baltimore right for not paying him, uh, setting up a deal with him. Uh, the yep. man should be paid. There's no reason why with, when you got all these other quarterbacks getting paid that this man yep. has not signed a, a very lucrative contract with the Baltimore Ravens. Is this something? But, he, but you know what, though, George? It's, it's just he not right. But, George, he should have sat out the season. And this is why I do agree with Stephen A. I don't usually do, but I agree with him with this. I would not have played until I got my money because you can see the the the, the situation that it is now because he's got to sit out now. He ain't, he ain't got no choice because he's hurt. But you're right. They was playing with that dude. They didn't give him the money that they did. They gave that Kyler guy money. I don't know why they gave him money. I'm looking at Kyler Murray going, this is it? I'm like, this is it? The dude is me and Ryan's size. Playing right. quarterback, Georgie. Right. With, with a bad attitude. Now, he's a, another a guy. Very bad attitude. He, does, he, he actually gets snotty and, uh, and and gets over there on the sideline and don't want to talk to nobody. You're supposed to be talking to your team, talking your team up. Your team got to try to talk to you just to go back on the field, man. This guy, they should have ran him out of town last season, man. I wouldn't have, would have paid him. I would have said, hey, man, we, we'll give me a fifth-year option. You can go. I don't care where you go. And you go ahead and try and, and pick up a quarterback somewhere else along the way. What do you think, Ryan? I think you got to be insane if you're that small in the NFL. You got to have some type. You got to be beyond Napoleon. Napoleon had a Kyler Murray complex. <laughs> okay, right. exactly. It. Oh, you're right about that one. You're right about that one. You got to be able to the game. And, uh, yes, indeed, you got to be able. And one guy that's talking about plus is Rogers uh, Saffold. And that guy is uh, talking a big talk. The Bills have a good offensive line. If they run the football the rest of the way, not only in the Cincinnati game, but if they run it 60, 60% of the time, 40% uh, pass, the Bills will be in much better shape. Uh, you don't well, have to put it in Josh Reed trust mode. Well, let's hear from Roger. Beautiful. Let's see what he has to say. Getting the ground game going in a, in a tough physical contest tonight. Uh, honestly, um, yeah, it was a physical contest. We, we took our shots when we could, and then when we needed to put the ball on the ground and keep eating up yards, we were able to do so. Uh, you know, the, the snow definitely coming down helped us a little bit, you know, decide more to put the put the ball on the ground than through the air. And then just methodically going down the line of, 
<laughs> going down the field. He'll be ready. I can tell I know Just methodically going down the field, you know, you just eat up a ton of time, force them to use the timeouts in the, in, the, in the last possible moment, and then be able to kick a field goal. So, I mean, I, I love the way that we were able to run the game at the end of the game. Uh, last but not least, how was it with, with, when Mitch Morris went out? What kind of adjustments you guys have to uh, You know, just adjusting to uh, a, a new center. Um, just, you know, just making sure that we communicate and, and communicate even more with uh, with Mitch being out. Uh, you know, losing your center and your right guard and then having to go out there and, and plug away anyway just shows the toughness and, and uh, the chemistry of this offensive line. What's your experience with being around uh, 13 years or so? Yeah. How is it going on your stretch ride? What do you have to tell the young guys uh, with three games left in the regular season and then on to the playoffs. So it's a grind. Every game is the biggest game in the season because being the number one seed in the playoffs means everything. It means absolutely everything. And, you know, you'd be able to put that 13 seconds behind you when you start thinking about having home games instead. Excellent. Thank you very much. There you have it. I couldn't say it better. Okay, we're going to talk to Sappho's on point, uh, Nate. The man is always on point. I, I, dude, I, dude, I like him. He he was he was definitely to the point, and he said 13 seconds will make no difference now, player, as you get home home field advantage. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we got some more football for you. But George, I gotta get your take on the Jets and the Giants. Which one you think will or won't make the playoffs? We'll be right back. You, you listen, what's going on? The experience. Feel my man Rye and NYC Hampton. And Georgie, the best red man. We'll be right back. Hello, folks. This is Ryan Vernell with Fox Sports 1280 here to let you know that caring for someone with Alzheimer's disease is a 24-7 job. So we keep the same hours. The Alzheimer's Association 24-7 helpline serves people with memory loss, caregivers, healthcare professionals, and the public, providing useful information and support. Online, you can join our connected community, create a caregiving plan, enjoy on-demand education programs, and discover resources in your area. Call the Alzheimer's Association toll-free day or night at 1-800-272-3900. One more time, that's 1-800-272-3900. Strong, I can hold it in for no 
Welcome back to our third segment of what's going on, the experience. Hey, Georgie, I just want to let you know, man, do you know 2023 will be going to our 23rd year of broadcasting here on Fox Sports and what's going on, the experience? The no, did not know that. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, we got to begin with the 23rd year. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I don't think about it the other day, Ryan. It's like, man, I was like 45 years. years old when I started this bad boy. I got a lot of gray, one tooth missing, got it replaced and all that, a couple of hips. But, you know, <laughs> through all the wars, man. And I want to say thank you, George, for just, you know, being being here with us for a lot of those years, George. I want to say thank you so much because, you know, you were part of the, the crew. And making everything happen. Ryan, I want to say thank you too for your recent participation in the last few years on this show, man. Um, without guys like you and Mr. Blunt and Joe in the past, and even Kevin Allen when we started this bad boy, it wouldn't be 23 years on Fox Sports. I know Phil wouldn't be messing with us and giving us time. Would have kicked me to the curb a long time ago. That's the program go with Fox. So we got to be doing something good. And I want to say thank you for all the years that we've been doing this mm -hmm. on this on this show, man. It's been a lot of fun. We got to um, reflect, though, Nate. 23 years ago in sports, you know where Tom Brady was? What? Getting ready for that NFL draft. Wasn't that something? Year, right? That, oh, a man. Lot, okay. A lot that's happened in 23 years. Goodness I kind of want to go man. back to 23 years ago and see. If only I had known, I would have put something together. No. As, as, the year, right. as, as this year go on, no, as this year go on, man, we'll, we'll do a little something like that. Because I think we need to celebrate that because it's just interesting, Georgia. A lot of folks who look like mm -hmm. us don't get this kind of longevity on the air, Georgie. Am I right or wrong? No, they don't. Very don't. Pretty, Very, oh, pretty just look around like you. Too. And that's what I said, man. I, I wanted to just, you know, make note of the fact that, hey, man, you know, we're still in the game, bro, and that's like a cool thing to do. And like I said, Ryan, thank you for all you do. And, George, obviously, thank you, too. And, George, Jets or Giants, which one in the playoffs and which one has more upside in the next season, do it like that. Oh, right, right now, the, currently the Jets do. The Jets should make the playoffs. They have a good defensive-minded head coach. Uh, all they're missing right now is the quarterback piece. They Remember, the Jets have been rebuilding longer than the Giants have, and they oh. have, have accumulated a lot of great draft picks, even back from the trade when they picked up C.J. Mosley from the Ravens in the, as free agency. But the, the but the, uh, the Sauce Gardner adding him on the defense side of the ball, uh, the Garrett Wilson – who they added on the offensive side of the ball from Ohio State. Man, he is playing uh, lights out. I didn't think Garrett Wilson would be as good as uh, Enclave. Enclave is over uh, Oclave. Excuse me, Oclave is with the New Orleans Saints that came out of that uh, same uh, draft, uh, same class and played together. And Chris Oclave, right, his name? Uh, Chris Oclave uh, with the uh, New Orleans Saints. And you have uh, Garrett Wilson playing with the Jets. Uh, the two running backs. The running backs, as a matter of fact, the rookie from Louisville that blew his knee out uh, earlier in the season, Breach Hall. Uh, man, that kid uh, was playing great football at that time and probably could have been rookie of the year. So those draft picks that Joe Douglas has put together has put the Jets in a great place to be. Find him a veteran quarterback next season. Hey, I think they'll be fine. They're, they're ready to win now. The Giants is a work in progress. They have less talent, but uh, uh, they will if you get with the draft, and then, like I said, I've been hearing some some of the talk I've been hearing along the league right now is that hey, they're willing to open up the roll up the bank trucks to uh, Tremaine Edmonds to come in as their uh, outside or inside linebacker next season, make him one of the highest paid linebackers Ooh. in the National Football League. 
And if they add some other Buffalo talent as well as other talent around the league, there's some other guys the Bills are not going to be able to keep this year. Keep keep the lookout for some Bills going over to the uh, New York Giants because the Giants have the money and they'll be able to pay guys like Tremaine Edmonds, guys like Ed Oliver. Uh, the Bills are going Bills are going to have to step. That's what happens when you're good. People start picking up some of your good players. You can't keep them yep. all. You got to keep rotating, bringing quality guys in and make things happen. So Jets now, the Giants in a, in a couple of seasons. Uh, if Daniel Jones, bring Daniel Jones back, see what Daniel Jones can do. But also bring in a quality uh, young backup quarterback or veteran quarterback to make a move, to put some pressure on Jones to see that, hey, this ain't your job. If you ain't, if you ain't doing it done, getting it together, we got somebody else to replace you. Now, now, now Ryan. What do you think about your bad man on the Jets? You must be referring to uh, Zach Wilson. No, I'm, talking, I'm, talking, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers, the bad man. What about him being on the Jets? Because Georgie said they just need a, a veteran quarterback to make that engine go a little bit better. What about the bad man? Well, I think he'd be a good fit here in New York. They say that ayahuasca use is at an all-time high. <laughs> In New York City, so we need a representation at quarterback. Yes. I think he'd be a good fit on the New York Jets. You did say, George, that they do need a veteran quarterback. Let's be honest, he is probably the fit. It's either that or they're going to try to, who knows, yeah. maybe steal Lamar Jackson. All the Jets need Ooh. is a quarterback. People yeah. don't think about this. For a Ooh. while, when that quarterback coach died, that was a big blow. But there's no excuse now with Zach Wilson. Yeah. I think literally with the quarterback, you see what White does in that position. With the veteran quarterback, I'm thinking that the Jets could be a top five team next year with who they've added. And depending on oh, what they do in the yeah. offseason, we talk about the Giants spending money, but how about the Jets? The Jets could very well spend some money too in this offseason. I like what you said yeah, about Jim Lamar. Douglas came from the Ravens. He's, he's no. Yeah, Lamar could be coming to a lot of places next season if the. Uh, or the. Or the. Or the Doing franchise tag, which to me doesn't make sense. Why would you franchise tag him? But who knows? There's something something going on there. I don't, I don't get it. Or, George, with, how about Derek Jackson Carr? They've now benched Derek Carr for the rest of the season, which to me shows that they're, they're definitely trading yes. Derek Carr. Oh, yeah, he's, he's out of there. He's out of there. And it, yeah, he, we he, talked he, about this last week or two weeks ago on the show. Derek Carr. The last two games. He's had a bit of a decline this year. But still, yeah. in the right position, I still think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. And his team still has his back. You see Devontae Adams well, made a post right afterwards, yeah. came to the defense of Derek Carr and said what a great quarterback he was, had his back completely. It's too much trust yeah, in their new head coach. Yeah, I think he's feeling the heat, and he's feeling he needs to make a change and so that he can keep his job for next season because uh, Josh McDaniels is just not uh, a good head coach. I mean, he showed it in Denver, and he's already sticking up the field. Because remember, they had an interim, uh, the special teams guy led the Raiders uh, to okay. the playoffs last year as their interim head coach. So if the interim guy can lead you to the playoffs, why can't this Josh McDaniels do it? But you're the same team. But, Joe, think of an interim head coach for a second. You just said it, right? Okay. They had, a, they had a good interim head coach last year for Vegas, right? He did a good job. Now, right. they just got rid of, you know, it's my name, but I'm not that dude, Nathaniel Hackett. He was a scrub coach. But Alice is a scrub coach. Russell Wilson was a scrub freaking quarterback. Let's just say it. Russell Wilson stunk up the joint. I don't know whether he was injured or whatever. 
I don't know whatever happened to Russell Wilson. He wasn't that Russell Wilson Seattle. He had a serious decline, okay? Now you look at the dude for the Carolina Panthers. I forget his name. The Panthers is winning. Steve, he Steve Wilson. Steve Wilson. Steve okay. That brother stepped in. They're winning. Oh, oh, look at the Panthers. They even traded Christian McCaffrey. They're like, get out of here. We ain't giving you that money. Like Georgie said, we ain't giving you that money. You got to go someplace else. He's winning. Get the team bought into it. It's just interesting to see how, because this is my contention about sports and athletes, right? If the athletes don't like the mm-hmm. coaches they're playing for, they're not going to play for them 100%. They just not going to do it. And after that, the debacle in Denver. In Denver, they said, man, we ain't playing for this guy. We, ain't, we don't like the quarterback. He's snooty. We don't like him. We don't like the coach. We ain't playing. Simple as that. Yeah, and, and, and Steve Wilkes is an excellent coach. Yeah, and uh, Nathaniel Hackett, I think Hackett will be uh, – obviously he's gone. Uh, Arizona Cardinals are wreaking the the, 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 karma, the bad karma they set by – Firing Steve Wilkes after one season. Steve Wilkes should have got a chance to coach that team. Now yeah, he's doing you go. a great job with the Carolina. Hopefully, Carolina, hopefully Carolina Panthers will really sign him because he's definitely a leader of men. But you got to give him some lead, some men to lead. He didn't have that in Arizona. He, they, they had to draft people and bring. He had Josh Rosen. Where's Josh Rosen <laughs> starting in the NFL right now? He hasn't started anywhere. Yeah, that was his starting quarterback. Come on, man, give Wilkes a break. But the other thing is, I want to also say my, my appearance today on what's going on in the experience is dedicated to Dr. John Walker, brother Talik Abdul-Bashir, yes. black classical music, who, who made this transition uh, recently, later this week. Uh, hey, oh, no. to you. And also a, a belated 100th birthday to Rosa Wims. Rosa Wims, uh, 100th uh, birthday last week. Beautiful, sweet woman. So you still did reaping this, what you sold, all the good years, all the years of you giving to the community, giving back. That's why the man upstairs has allowed you to, to see 100 and, and plus. So, oh, man, that's, uh, that's a Wim, blessing. And, that's the blessing. But Brother Tyler, that was my dude, man, Dr. John Walker, one of the most, one of, one of the brightest men I've ever known in my entire life in regard to history, religion, spirituality. I was sitting and talk to this brother for hours. Matter of fact, we were going someplace on a conference one time, George, and his knowledge was so immense. It was like it was like the I wanted to do the Vulcan mind melt. Just touch his head. Come on, Doc. Give it, give it to me all, Doc. Cause he because George, was he that guy or what? He was. He was the knowledge, the minister of knowledge. Out there at the first uh, Baptist church out in Henrietta, uh, we sorry for your loss. And uh, he, anybody, Google Dr. John Walker, Rochester, New York. Just a good homework assignment for the young people and for the young adults and parents. Teach your kids about Dr. John Walker and also Rosa Wims, two people that made Rochester a hell of a much better place to live in, yes, sir. in Rochester, New York. Hey, man, George, thanks for that. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap some stuff up with some things in review and talk a little bit a little bit about some NFL, I mean, some NBA basketball and um, what's going on in the major league status of spring. Spring will be here in a little while. Think about the new year. A couple of months from now is spring baseball in March or something like that. Right, Georgie? Uh, that's right. Pitchers and catchers in February. Yes, sir. Got a report. Hey, listen to the experience. We'll be right back. Thank you for all you do, folks. Don't go no place.
come and see. Say you wanna pick in between. On the internet, you're wolfing on your feet. I need you to slide on me. Thank you, thank you so much, and we are back. Hey, Ryan, man, what's going on with our alpha coins here, my brother, in the megaverse? Oh, I'm just the watching megaverse. them rise. It's almost at an all-time high. Well, that's not true. It's not an all-time high, but I will say this alpha coin as a company is in a place it's never been. You can purchase real estate in the Alpha City metaverse for the first time, Nate. Ooh, okay. Little tiny land plots. Little okay. adorable land plots. Or you can get a big land plot. If you're filthy rich, all you got to do is go to the Alpha City Metaverse website, uh, visit us at alphacitymeta.com, and you'll see for yourself. A lot of people are just tired of real life, Nate. It's just boring <laughs> out here. 2023, I mean, you go to certain countries, there's smog, there's smoke, there's war. We go inside of a metaverse, any metaverse that you choose, and you can escape that. Build your own reality. Join us in our reality, Alpha City Metaverse. Join a whole bunch of entrepreneurs and business people from all over the world at alphacitymeta.com. But speaking of joining, your man LeBron James the other night, he was, I think he turned 38, George, and he dropped 47 or 48 on mm -hmm. somebody. Who was it, Ryan? Who did he drop it he on? He dropped 47 points on 18 to 27 yeah. shooting, four of six from three-pointers, 10 rebounds, nine assists, and he added a block to it all in 40 minutes. This is a 38-year-old man. He got a triple-double. And he predicted it. He, he did say Dennis it. Schroeder before the game, he's getting a 40-piece on these boys. It's exactly what he did. That's yeah. what a goat does. 
he's still, he's still and, playing. And, 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 exactly. And, and, and if he, uh, with the Lakers, if the Lakers front office, after seeing him perform like this, this is a perfect time to make a trade. Trade him and get as much pieces as you can. Get some, get some uh, quality young talent and send them to a team that has a chance like a Cleveland or somebody that has a chance to, uh, to, 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 make, to not only make the playoffs, but make some noise and have a chance of, of possibly winning a championship. This is a good time to trade LeBron, get him to a team that's a quality. Because it's obviously they just don't have the talent uh, there with yeah. the Lakers. The poorly run franchises, the Bus Family. We saw the HBO show on the Bus Family, the documentary. <laughs> man, the guy, man, come on. Dr. Bus was a party. I thought he was a real doctor. I never knew the guy. No. I, thought, I thought, oh, he's a PhD doctor. He's not a medical he, doctor, man. No, he wasn't no medical exam. doctor. He, he, he got an honorary PhD someplace. <laughs> Dr. Love. Not the operation. Not the operation. Yeah, that operation he's performing on all those women, man. Good, great, good gracious, man. He said Dr. Love. He was out of control. Yeah, Dr. Love. He was. He was out of control, man. You called him He's lucky he had Showtime. He's lucky he had Magic and Cooper and all of those dudes and Kareem at the end. He's lucky he, he came, he bought that team when they had all that talent. <laughs> yeah, the I'm real competition wasn't wasn't Bird and Magic. It was uh, it was Puss and Magic. It was. They were trying to outdo each other, man. They really were. And Jerry West was in the middle of it because he never rolled like that, Georgie. Jerry West was the logo. <laughs> Right, right. Jay Reston was just trying to do his thing in LA. He never even knows some West Virginia. He ain't from LA, from West Virginia, bro. Yeah. Nothing happens in West Virginia, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of things, and then you see how they all went to Boy, they all went to the Playboy Mansion. They were at that Playboy Mansion all the time. See, like they 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 should have moved in there, man. Should pay that was a community right. facility. The guy at the Playboy man. Unfortunately, you know, on the dark side of this man, that's our magic. They said got into some trouble. You know what I mean? I mean, let's keep it real. Yeah. On the dark, oh, on the we dark don't know side, that. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. I mean, like we got to be honest about that. On the dark side of that. When you partying and you're protecting yourself and you ain't strapping up, man, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you got to strap up. You in that kind of lifestyle, you better strap up. And if you don't strap up, the end result, man, could be deadly. Is it, though? Yeah. I mean, it looks to me like he's doing just fine. I see millions. He's smiling. He's on TV. He had the money. He had the money to get the medicine. So to do what he had to get done. So at the end of the day, yeah, but, but the average cat, who ain't had no HIV money to do whatever, you know? And just yeah. and actually, I mean, just so happens now that you can live with that the, with that situation. You know, you see all the commercials now with guys holding hands, living together, can't be detected the whole nine. But no, I'm just being honest, Ryan. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's the result of partying. When you're an athlete like that, the one rare athlete was a guy, George. You remember him? He he said he didn't do nothing until he got married until he left the NBA. Remember AC Green? Yeah, he played for the Lakers and for Dallas. AC Green said that he was a virgin, Ryan, until he left the NBA. He said that he said that it was so much throwing at him that he his head was spinning, and he said that he just had to to say, "Nah, I'm not to chill until I." And he waited. He said literally until he left the league to go get married. He said, but during this time in the NBA. When you're an athlete, you get stuff thrown at you. I mean, I'm with JoJo White, God rest his soul, one time. We at the Boston Garden. Yeah. The lady asked him to sign our breasts. I'm like, JoJo, do you get these requests all the time? 
He goes, kind of, sort of. I was like, Whoa. I mean, it starts in middle school with these guys. When you're the star athlete, it's, it doesn't just happen in professional sports. Yeah. No. So, you got to have but, some self But back to the main topic is if I'm the, if I'm the, if I'm the Lakers front office, I would trade LeBron by the trade deadline. Get him to a team and get the Lakers some possible because Anthony, uh, uh, the dude, street clothes as they call him, man, he's 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 back in street he's clothes in, again. He's still in he's street not, clothes. He's the guy that just stays, stays injured. Just go ahead and trade and LeBron. And he's so good. Get you what you can for him. Yeah, he's it's so a good. He's trying to watch. I mean, like, a good he, team. And, yeah, but if you trade LeBron to Cleveland, we got a few minutes left. If you trade him to Cleveland, they're gonna want Garland. They're gonna want Sexton. I'm not. They're going to want some people, and that's going to decimate whoever you trade LeBron to. Yeah. The Lakers going to want good young talent, and that might decimate them if they don't have it. For me to trade LeBron to squad, like honestly, like Golden State. He's not going to waive that trade clause, that no trade clause, I should say, unless it's a team like Golden State. That's what you got to go to Golden State. You got to go sure. to the Knicks. You got to go to, you gotta go to Phoenix Suns. Yeah. You got to go to squad like that, Georgie. That could be for great. Sure. Could be a possibility. It could be a possibility for, for, for put all those teams out there. It could be. Well, he may want to play with Zion a few years down there. Yeah, in New but you know, if I was LeBron, you know, I would go to. Hate to say it, because your man dropped sixty the other night, sixty, twenty, and almost ten. Luka yeah. Doncic is a bad boy, George. And that, that's dropped, a team you could go to with somebody and he else that could score. And they have extra talent that they could trade. The, the That's Dunwoody's what I'm saying, George. I would, go to, I would go to Dallas. Okay, Ryan. We're out of here, Ryan. Sorry about that. I was getting excited about basketball and Georgie and LeBron and Luka Doncic. Hey, man, thank you for another great show, my man. Yeah, of course. RealDealSportsShow.com. That's right. Real Deal Sports Show, George. I'll be listening. And your appearance on the Ryan Show uh, is available, George. If anybody wants to hear George on the Ryan yes. show, he made a, a stellar appearance. And I believe it was oh, two was weeks ago, time. was it? And that's available now yeah, at theryanshow.net. Yeah. All podcasting platforms have it. Join us on there. We talk sports. We talked about George's time covering the Bills. They're finally good. His hatred of uh, Josh Allen. We get into everything. <laughs> hey, hey, hey hatred. This is poor play, man. It's, poor, it's low <laughs> IQ, man. We talk about his low <laughs> IQ stories, man. Very low IQ. Hey man, Georgie, thank you again, Ryan. Thank you, George. This is Nate Brown Jr. saying so long until next week. And if God spares all our lives, we'll be back. Peace, God bless, and see you. Coalition got the city on lock. Coalition got the city on lock.